Dovakin, 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 Dovakin. Ever so yeah. slightly long enough does, to think yeah. something's gone wrong. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the <laughs> Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast with some seamless editing to start there. Um, this is, of course, a very subtle hint of what we're going to be speaking about today. We are going to be speaking about something that we've been meaning to speak about for quite a long time, which it's, is video game soundtracks. It's been on the back burner for quite a while. Now. It has. I think it's because mm-hmm. the admin behind getting together a list of anything more than three or four things is quite tricky for us. I've done at least an hour's work in this one, so you know, I think we're ready. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the greatest and the bestest um, video game soundtracks, specifically ones that meant something or mean something or may mean something mm. in the future to us. Yeah, so, so future I'm, try, I'm trying to conjugate mean. Mm. Yeah, it meant, it means, it will mean. Mm. There, there we, we go. go. We mean, yeah. we, we mean, it means. Yeah. She, it means. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a little bit of listening to music, a little bit of talking about the music, probably going off on a few tangents about the games themselves. Almost sadly. So... Where do we start? I don't... Well, for starters, it's me. Hello. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Of course. <laughs> as I, I don't know. I'm, my script, uh, my auto cue is not working today. Um, so on my right, it's Dan. Hello. On my left, it's Russ. Hello. And I'm in the middle. We are in the fuck bunker. Our foreign contingent from a country far, <laughs> far away where dragons roam and wizards churn things up in big cauldrons. It's, of course, Duncan. <laughs> Hello. Scotland probably <laughs> will be a country far, far away after Brexit. It will be. They're going to fuck the yeah, fuck it off. Will be. Yeah. It will be so far away it won't even It'll be It's all on our own. I mean, so we, we've gone into... I've, I've made a playlist for this. So, and, and I'll say this now. The playlist will be available to download on all of your Spotify's post the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gone that far. I've done a bit of work in getting putting the playlist together. I've done a bit of work in asking a few people what their favourite soundtracks were. Uh, I've done a bit of work into in thinking that the, the, the soundtracks that have affected me in the past, but I have absolutely no idea how we're going to put this together. <laughs> um, and that was successfully stalling while Tom <laughs> took his jumper off. In the most chaotic thing, honestly. It was like being stuck in a submarine. Like, you know, it's like knowing that you're drifting to the bottom. Like, it's got no power. Oh, fucking hell, it's so hot. I was basically wearing a big chunky knit orange jumper. and uh, Yeah, it's it quite too, warm. It was too yeah. thick. It was too mm. thick. And I'm drinking a hot coffee. What the fuck am I thinking? So, I mean, how, how do we want to do this? Do we just want to go through our favourites then? I think we just leap in. Leap in. Let's who leap who in. would kick off with their one of their favourite video game soundtracks then? Um, I don't mind throwing my hat into the ring first. You I've go got, for I've it. got a few. Um, I don't know. I don't. I always think maybe we should start a little bit bombastic. Yeah. Um, so let me just quickly remember what I did. Yeah, okay. So I think, let's go bombastic. Halo 3, one oh. final effort. I mean, I mean, am I going to play it? Shall I play this underneath again? I think we, go for it. Because... We've, we've had this on yep. nearly every soundtrack. Every other soundtrack, every other podcast, sorry, has this particular track on it somewhere, I reckon. So Absolutely let's go nice. for it. Very, very good song. Oh, it's just so good. 
It's a fantastic bit of music. Okay, so I'll tell you why I like it so much. And feel free to chip in, obviously, yeah. anyone who has an opinion about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Martin O'Donnell, fantastic <laughs> composer. Yeah. Now, obviously, there were a load of people in Bungie who were very obsessed. And I, I remember seeing a video of, um, uh, like, recording character lines. And there was one guy that would always kind of sit there going, okay, so, you know, you've just got to remember that, like, at this point, the Covenant had just invaded Earth, all right? You're, you're feeling really shitty about it, but you're Marine, you're gung-ho, you know, deliver it like that. Mm. You know, and the actors are sort of sitting there like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. However, the music was obviously written alongside it with this, you know, in another room somewhere. It wasn't being done at the mm. same time. This is such a great piece of music because it just fits the point in Halo 3 when it plays. Yeah. So I'm just going to I'm going to be like that guy with the voice actors. This is the it's you've already arrived at the ark. You realize now that truth, the prophet of truth is hiding away. It's called one final effort because mm. this is what everyone thinks is the one last desperate gasp oh, yeah. to save the galaxy yeah. from the mad prophet of truth who's going to light all the rings and destroy all life in the galaxy. And you and all the Sangeli, like the elites, mm. are all flying in um, to a beachhead, like in your Phantoms and your war- uh, your um, Pelican dropships. Mm. And this music is playing underneath an epic mm. battle on the on the beach. Try, you know, with the Spartan laser, you come, cr- you know, you come screaming out the back. Mm. You unlimber your your Spartan laser. You're taking out turrets. Um, you know, there's been a crash on the way in. There's sort of, you know, debris all over the beach. You're fighting your way through it, and the song begins to wind down as the, uh, you know, I don't know how they do it, but they seem to be able to go. Oh, this bit of music is going to last about as long as we reckon it will take people to fight their way past this initial um, sort of beach defence, um, and you just find yourself. I don't know. Every time I play this, it's just fits my playing yeah. style. If I'm trying to mm. be sneaky, it feels epic. If I'm trying to be just all gung ho and balls out, it feels epic. Perfectly pitched. It's an incredible bit of music, and the piano, the strings, oh, it's just super. Halo Three in general encapsulates how great the Xbox 360 was as a games console, and it, and how how it kind of took control of the market. So Halo Three was was a resounding success in terms of sales, mm. and. The music is such a massive part of it. Like yeah, it looks so evocative uh, of the game. Yeah, I mean, all of the Halo soundtrack. You know, I, I've got Halo the first game because mm. you come into that with uh, obviously the Gregorian chant, but you you have that and it really sets it. And you're like, okay, you know, you're about to play something different. Mm. And Halo Three is obviously the pinnacle, but the whole thing is is great. Um, according to Classic FM, because I've done some really in-depth research today, uh, the Halo, uh, apart from the Halo franchise, is one of the most popular video games in history. Um, the original soundtrack is still the best-selling video game soundtrack of all time. That mm-hmm. is how good it is. Really, Combat Evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, it so is. Cool. Uh, that Halo soundtrack. I think they're talking about all of them together, but Halo, the original soundtrack is still the best-selling video game. It isn't great. I remember it's the first sort of time I've really thought, just like list, like stopped on the menu screen and just listened to the music for ages. Thinking, Holy shit, this is amazing! It was, it was the in, a, in a game. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, but... I've got I've got a couple of little nuggets to chuck in during. Oh, chuck uh, your nuggets. Chuck, chuck nuggets. your nuggets in there, Duncan. Freaking love nuggets. Um, yeah. No, it's just looking at nuggets. some of the composers who started off on video games. Okay. 
okay, I've got two. So I don't really want to... <laughs> Beethoven. Uh, well... No? Michael... Michael... It's not uh, Halo. It's not uh, Martin O'Donnell. But we can keep on talking about Halo. I don't want to interrupt the Halo bit. <laughs> okay. I, thought, <laughs> I for some reason thought this might be a nugget about Halo. We no, might, we might have to that. We might have to teach you about segues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about how we slide from subject to subject. Um, <laughs> Did um, anyone ever used to listen to the Bungie podcast years no. ago? Uh, on and off. Yeah. I, 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 like, that how was much, back when podcasting... How much that podcast cost? Nothing. No, no, none of them cost anything, do they? No. Do this for free, don't we? Yeah, we do this for free. Okay. Yeah, more on that later. Yeah, no, all yeah. of us do this for free. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying before? Bungie you? podcast. Bungie, Bungie podcast. podcast. Yeah, it was really, it was really good. Back like way back in the day, this was as I was playing Halo Three. This podcast coming out, it was really it was really well done. And they, there was one where they like they spent the podcast talking to the audio department, Marty O'Donnell, and all the sort of the uh, the audio. Mm. Not the audio engineers, but like the, the the depth they went to record that hundreds of thousands of lines of dialogue yeah. and the sound effects yes. and like how do you get the sound of a battle rifle over a hill four kilometers away, things like that. Like it sounds mm. completely different. You That's can't just cool. take the original sound and make it quieter. It's completely different. Like the, yeah. the, the way they went into all this stuff. The warthog. Uh, sorry, yeah. not the warthog. The mongoose. The little quad bikes mm-hmm. are actually a. Um, I think it's a Dodge Charger engine um that they recorded and changed the pitch of they, they sound the electric little, now don't yeah, they? they do yeah obviously it makes sense in the future they would be absolutely there's no way they would be combustion engines the um things. the halo channel had a lot on from halo 2 and how they get the noises mm. and there's a lot of just firing guns in a room to, to record noises <laughs> and there's just like this weapons rack of what just, better excuse yeah to fire some guns yeah, for a load of Americans to fire guns. Who needs an excuse? Well, the funny thing is, like, gone are the days when, you know, they, they used to say, like, for nature document documentaries, we don't actually get really close to the animals and mm. ask them very nicely to speak into a microphone for yeah. us. You know, like, just growl for me, tiger. Mm. They would they would add them in later. They yeah. would make... They would sometimes make their own noises. Yeah. Like, you know, and the, the noise of um, uh, an animal walking through the snow would be created by pushing your hand very slowly into a... Um, a big deep pit of um, polystyrene balls. Now they just dress a drone up as an eagle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. Like, have you ever seen that? Like, those nature programs, like when they're like, and our robot penguin is just going in, <laughs> yeah. and literally, it's a penguin that doesn't move that just sort of glides across the ice. <laughs> it's like a remote control car with two googly eyes stuck <laughs> yeah. to the front. <laughs> yeah, and as you can see, it's oh, blending in perfectly. He seems to have been spotted. All the penguins go, "What the?" F- Fuck is that behind you, Kenny? <laughs> yeah. Rumble, we've been rumbled, we've been rumbled, bail, bail, bail. Cheese it, lads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is epic. I mean, you know, Halo Halo One obviously had the Gregorian chant, which was really, really cool. Yeah. The I I always I think I went back to the to the second game. When the second game came out, I put it into my Xbox and I thought, mm. John, I'm just really looking forward to that like that menu screen chant. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't just keep the same chant. They had they had the same um, the same notes, the same pitch of, of voice, but it was endlessly layered on top of each other. It was choral chant of the same of the same um, you know it's the same mm-hmm. melody, but it just built. It was more epic. You felt like you were playing the next game yeah. in, a, in an epic trilogy. Well, they've done a really good job of that because they brought Niall Rogers in, didn't they? They the, did the, the Halo Two soundtrack, who in turn brought Steve Vai in. To play because he was marrying a massive Halo fan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To play over the top of the the um, the uh, the main body of the uh, 
the soundtrack. Do you know what gutted me the most was that in what? Halo Two, um, the the sort of upgraded remastered version, mm. the music that plays on that epic battle in the mausoleum of the Arbiter, yeah, which was that. Which, oh no, actually no, sorry, it wasn't, was it? Oh, I'm getting fucking confused. No, there was a song that uh, a get band, it right, Tom. Come on, there was a song that a band did. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was that plays over the. Um, it was the do no 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 do no no no. Anyway, mm. yeah, it sort of had. It was a big chugging thing. They totally replaced it. Mm. They cut in, in the remastered version. They cut out a lot of the original soundtrack. Yeah, maybe replaced it with new. Yeah, probably a licensing thing. Yeah. Really shit, man. Because suddenly that battle, like, I, I, got, I went in. I was like, oh my god, I cannot <laughs> wait to play this battle. Like that music is so awesome, and different music started, and I remember feeling. Yeah, like I wanted this to is wrong. fling my controller at my wife's head in frustration. <laughs> because it's her fault. You know, drive drive across town to her grandmother's house and punch her grandma in the head. Just like, because I was so angry. Oh you ruined this! Her face is going to wish it's never been born! You know, it was... Oh my God. I think we're finding a lot about Tom tonight. Um, yeah. Take my problems out on the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Just... Halo 3 was my gateway into the Halo games because up until then I'd owned PlayStation. Just yeah, me too. the Halo podcast. Um, but the one thing that I will always remember is just sitting down. And I think I played it with headphones on because I, I bought my Xbox and I hadn't finished work till quite late. So I I was playing with headphones on and um, and just the, the music just struck me. Even from the first moment when... The Master Chiefs landed on the the ground, mm. and the the, mm-hmm. the armor's all locked up. Just amazing. Like it, it was the music, and it was like the music at the very beginning when Cortana's talking. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh, it's so good. It's it's am so I the, cinematic. Am I the only Xbox Pure Blood then? I think oh, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pure blood. Pure well, blood. You've muddied that, haven't you, recently? But, you know. I no no. As in, I I have owned every single version at the time it came out. Yeah, console. Yeah, 360 was my yeah. first Xbox console. Yeah, I've, I've always jumped around. I've never, mm. I've never. In fact, See, Xbox <clears throat> Xbox 360 to Xbox One is the mm. only generation jump that I've done sticking with the same console. Oh, I did PS One's PS Two. Yeah, so had Dreamcast. See, I come I from did quite PS. I well, can... my sister did PS One, and I did PS Two before my PS Two got stolen. Oh, Ouch. mate, that sucks. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it the same had, time uh, I got PS Two. They... Hmm? Duncan, Duncan was telling us about his sad childhood. Duncan, tell me. No, it was at uni. I got a PS2, uh, Vice City, uh-huh. and um, mm-hmm. Two Towers, uh-huh. and it got stolen. Yes. Some druggie broke into okay. our house and stole my <laughs> console. Nasty. That sucks balls. That's awful. But, you know, could you still obviously, have a I I've, obviously, I've got over it. I have not got over it. Duncan, um, we're going to write a charity single about this. <laughs> You know, like poor Duncan and his PS2 got stolen for crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Skag, but yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Skag. How oh, do yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, we'll get because Bob they caught involved. the perp, and he had already sold it, the and perp. it was like known to heroin was Skag was a major is a major well was I don't know how what about now. Duncan, uh, please tell me you were down at the police Wales station, being like, so can I talk to the perp? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm gonna crack this fucker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Crack this case. I cracked the case. He's already told it for Skag. <laughs> yeah, the, it, if I if uh, been if if Brooklyn Nine Nine had been out and I'd been watching it, uh, then I would have probably done a Jake Peralta for sure. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's, we need to decide something now. And Duncan brought up Vice City, which is 
a good segue into do we include any of the Grand Theft Auto stuff? Like, yeah, I think soundtracks are fine if yeah. they're compiled for the game. Yeah, I think so. The only thing we can rule out here is you can't if something was created really specifically for something else, you can't have it. So you can't go Battlefront Two and have like the John Williams soundtrack. No, so that you're not allowed. That's not a video game soundtrack. That's a movie soundtrack that's been used by the game. Fair play. But I think a curated playlist like the Vice City or um, San Andreas soundtracks are, are fine. I mean, was it Grand Theft Auto 4 that had a radio station where Juliette Lewis was the DJ? Mm. Yeah, she was on like the hipster. Yeah. Um, it was like it was called like I think it was called Radio X actually, wasn't it? It was mm. so clever. I would yeah. always tune into that radio station and listen to that because I, firstly I love her. I think she's great. She's fucking mental, mm. which I, I kind of like about her. Um, but it was just like this is where I think it works. All the music that was picked for that radio station fit her as the DJ. Yeah. You could imagine this was the shit she'd be serving up. Um, yeah, so I, I would count it. I would count it definitely because, yeah. I mean, so much work goes into the music that is curated, like you say, for those radio stations. And they're not they're not just day. the music. They're like The soundtrack yeah. is the music, the DJs, the adverts, the jingles, everything. Absolutely. It's so yep. well-crafted. Like, just If you listen to it half an ear, you just think, oh, there's, there's radio on. And then you actually listen to it, and it's this hilarious piss take. Who's the, who's the DJ that's like the big conspiracy nut? There's a radio station where it's literally all conspiracy theories. It might be Grand Theft Auto V where where he comes in. Because there's the truth, obviously, uh, as a recurring character. Is that the space one? Yeah, I think so. It's the one about the aliens, which kind of... Um, yeah. yeah I, he's, he space. fucking kills me. Absolutely kills me. Uh, I love Ooh. Weasel News. So, uh, confirming yeah. your prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the other thing worth remembering is there was a score to GTA V, and, and this was brought up by um, Dave from Adventure Authority, which is a great podcast that you should definitely listen to. It's a really good uh, sound uh, soundtrack, because it's yeah. the intro, and it's during the missions as well, Yeah, when you're doing helicopters or when there is no... You're not listening to any radio, yeah. and then it comes in, and it's really good and atmospheric. It's, it's by Tangerine Dream as well. Who that's uh, put together new? Yeah, that's what we're listening to right now. Yeah, who uh, put together numerous soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Um, I think famously, um, Risky Business is the one that springs, springs to mind. But, but yeah, it, it's, it's it fits so nicely with GTA. So on top of the fact that GTA provides the, all these radio stations with all these great songs, with uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, uh, radio hosts um god that Hipsters. took so so hard to, to put together um you haven't drunk enough of your coffee oh no you've drunk all, drunk all your coffee. coffee that's the problem, oh, okay, that's the problem. <laughs> um it's um it's it's got a decent score that just gets lost because it's not one of the radio stations. you're focusing yeah. too much on the abysmal aircraft handling <laughs> yes <Yeah, it's, laughs> <yeah>. oh, <laughs> i'm in a mountain again but i mean gta does that the, the intro song for san andreas will always stick with me like as you wait, that's awesome. As you're waiting a year for it to load up, yeah, it was about close to a year. Wasn't yeah, it? but and and the song was great, but it had such a Dr. Dre vibe to it because it had the what's it called, the funky worm, the <laughs> wee 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 yeah. wee wee. It's like a it's like a Dre signature, and it had that yeah, on it. Yeah, it was so awesome. It worked really well, and even Vice City had something similar. The as you're waiting for it to load up. I can't be bothered to find them, so we start with GTA 5. See, GTA 4 had a very strange one. I remember it being a really um, low-key almost. You know the uh, at the beginning of Dark Knight, mm. the 
the soundtrack for the Joker is actually almost a single note. Yeah. That just gets more and more abrasive and louder and louder. Yeah. It was it was kind of like that with GTA 4. It was yeah, it's quite melancholy the yeah. the, the yeah. score sections of the, the I think Nico Bellic's meant to be quite a sympathetic kind of anti-hero though. But yeah, the story it's kind of, it's a tragedy the whole story, isn't it, really? I killed my, my brother. I don't know. No, he didn't kill his brother, did he? Draco, where are you Draco? I fucking kill you. No, he didn't kill his... And I'll start an airline. His cousin caused so many problems, though. Ah, oh, cousin! Yeah, and all he wanted to do was play pool. So, you know. Yeah. Or go bowling. Or go bowling, yeah. Well, I mean, Vi- sticking with Vice City, because that was one of mine, um, I think it re- it gave, it really gave me an appreciation, because I hadn't really played GTA 3, and GTA Vice City and uh, was just... With that soundtrack, it gave me a complete different um, appreciation of the what Grand Theft Auto was, and it really just made you absorb you into the game. It kept you hooked into it. You know, would drive that round just to listen to different radio stations. Obviously, I love Fernando. Hello, yes, Fernando. <laughs> Fernando was definitely yeah. my, one up there, my favourite. I mean, the fact that he's still on GTA Five on just the chat show thing, mm. and now. Uh, having been done for <laughs> sexual harassment or something, uh, inappropriate behaviour in the workplace, um, is brilliant. But there were it gave me a new appreciation of the 80s and I think just a complete love of new wave music particularly. But yeah, it was good. Oh, the there we go. One, yeah, this is the San, San Andreas, Andreas one, yeah. soundtrack. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, the, my problem with Grand Theft Auto is I very rarely listen to the music. I'd be too busy listening to the talk show stations. Well, yeah. there is and that. I'd, I'd complete missions because it would further along what would happen on, on the talk shows, and you get new adverts and you get new talk shows. So. Funnily enough, there was this all this talk about the radio shows from Grand Theft yeah. Auto reminds me. I don't know. Did anyone else um, play Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines? No, no. The no. the the it basically Half Life Two came out, built on the Source engine at the same time. Um, I can't remember what their name was. Uh, Treyarch? Is it Treyarch? Oh, yeah. Sounds yeah, yeah. Made uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Mm. Um, I think it was Treyarch. If it's not, I'm sorry, but we'll, we'll credit it somewhere else. Um, and they they basically built an incredibly cool vampire RPG world in the White Wolf mm. um, vampire universe. And there's a radio station um, hosted by Deb, who is just Deb. Mm. And it's called Nights with Deb or Up with Deb or something. I can't. Someone please correct me on this because I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I used to love listening to it because as you listen, as the game progresses, mm. her radio shows imply more and more and more that she is a vampire. <laughs> so you're listening to it, and she's talking about how she enjoys her nights, like some other people, like you know that she she begins to reference some of the stuff that you do, um, and sort of saying one of the kin and one of the kind, you know, and she starts talking in like kind of vampire language and stuff like that, and it slowly becomes apparent that she's actually a vampire <laughs> as well, who just happens to be on a talk show radio nice. uh, radio station at, at nights, um, which I really like, and the music she plays is pretty cool as well. Yeah. It's a real shame more people haven't played that game because it is it's a really good one. I mean, the, sh- the the combat is a bit shonky, but I'd heartily recommend it for the music. The score for that game is also really cool. It's proper like B-movie horror, um, kind of like Hanna-Barbera. Uh, Hanna-Barbera? Mm. Is that right? Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. Kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cheesy. It's Excellent. really, really cheesy. So, I mean, yeah, it's... 
on top of decent soundtracks, we've had a number of games that have got decent radio stations. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. Forza Horizon. Good Forza Lord. Horizon Forza. Forza, Forza Horizon Forza. Um, it surprises me that you choose to bring that game up. Yeah, but that's got a great soundtrack to it. Like, that's got great <laughs> It has. The DJs can be a bit irritating. The DJs are really upbeat, and they're so happy to be there. Yeah. Just like one you'd want going... I've been at this festival for five years now, and they won't let me go. No. So here's another Cure record because this is how I'm feeling. Are they are they voiced by British? Mostly, yeah, okay, mostly, good. yeah. Not or people doing a British accent. All yeah. oh, right. Most of them speak in a good way morning, that, that you think British people don't talk like that. Yeah. I've, well, I've been out looking for barn finds. What have you been doing? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, doing their best Dick Van Dyke uh, in Mary yeah. Poppins. Oh my God, every Mary Poppins. <laughs> but yeah, they're a bit capital FM, aren't they? They are. They're very. Ca- that's perfect description. Yes, that's good. Very right? capital FM. I'm looking forward to. It's I'm, I'm really enjoying Forza Forza. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Forza Forza. Forza Forza. We need to put together Forza, Forza, Forza. an evening where we all jump online and play Forza Horizon Forza. Forza Forza. Forza Excellent. Forza. But that does sound like uh, admin. <laughs> it does. Yeah, admin. yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I've I've not yet got to the bit where you're allowed to go online. I'm still. I'm on spring, but it's like the initial little. Four oh no, nor have I. Through. But I've got a week off coming up where I actually plan to play some mm-hmm. Xbox. Right. So I've been I've been driving against your driver tar quite a lot. Yeah, he I've sucks driving. balls. Oh yeah, yeah. I call yours the driver tard. So there we go. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Right. Highly Who's got another soundtrack that they would like to talk about? <laughs> that's a good segue. Yeah. See, Duncan, that's how you do it. Yeah. Expert. <laughs> expert stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, I was going to bring up a being a, a hipster little dickhead that I am. I was going to bring up an indie game that had a really good soundtrack Ooh. that m- kind of went by the wayside. We but- need to set a hard limit on how long we talk about this. What? What do you think we're going to talk about? If, I th- if it's what I think you're about to say. It's not. It's not. Okay, right. That's fine then. No. But I need to find it, so I'm going to stall whilst I Because this uh, could suddenly it. turn into the longest podcast we've ever created. Yeah. yeah. If we can talk about Inside and Halo 3 in the same podcast, it's yeah, going to be fucking hours. So, it's a game that's actually recommended by ex-member of Too Much Time on Hands, Tom, um, Tom, you're Tom, yeah. uh, Sean. And it's a game called Thomas Was Alone. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best games I've played in the last three years and the soundtrack matches that a fantastic recommendation yeah and the soundtrack's really simple um, there's a little bit of orchestral stuff in there but it just adds to the fact that it's the only thing that makes it gives it some kind of emotion apart from the Danny Wallace uh, narration as well um, that the fact is you're moving a block along yeah. along um, a puzzle basically yeah Thomas is a block would have been um, a shit title for the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, throughout this whole... I don't know, Tom, adv- Thomas was a cunt. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> the working title Thomas, was just Rectangles with four exclamation marks. Thomas was the perverted steam engine, that's what we really Thomas, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, that. yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, Thomas was a bad steam engine. Um... Yeah, yeah I, I love the soundtrack of this game. It's, it's very, so very fucking cool. good. And the game is amazing. And mm-hmm. But the soundtrack is really what... I I admitted last week, I think it was, that at the end of Walking Dead Season 1, I cried. And honestly, I don't cry at the end of every game. But Thomas Was Alone, for some reason, had more of an emotional effect than most it's games It's really do. sad. Yeah. And it's like... But it's, it's still a fucking block. It's a red block. And it's a game about a red block. But you end up... <laughs> feeling for this red block and part of it is this soundtrack which yeah. is just brilliant it's I mean it's worth sort of putting it into some context yeah. of why it's so brilliant it's yeah. like 
the the universe that it exists in yeah. is told is almost revealed to you not by Danny Wallace's um, yeah. narration because he's narrating what's happening. Yeah. Whereas the title screens and the loading screens have little fragments of kind of uh, quotes written by the scientists. So yeah. it's mm. kind of like all of the blocks are AI fragments. Yeah. That spontaneously started being created within some server farm somewhere. Yeah. And it's, it's the story of how they escaped and led the way for more AI to develop and, you know, come out into the real world. So some of the quotes are actually from freed AIs yeah. that, you know, you don't know whether they're embodies or whatever. And some of them are from the scientists we, saying, we, we had no idea that this we, was going to Do we happen. want to spoil the end of the game? It's basically, uh, look, maybe we should just say it's basically a story about how the ultimate sacrifice can bring life oh my god yeah yeah and it's so sad and then then the last track of it is is another another belter that's the first track in the it's the the title one isn't it yeah Mm. and then this is the last thing which um is equally kind of it it provokes an emotional response Uh, and and there's another game that i will talk about on this pod that provokes a very different emotional response Mm. and that's entirely through music as well this one might be a bit of a slow burner, though, so maybe I've messed this up. But this is the the very last moment of the game, which is... Well, like we said, the yeah. greatest sacrifices can bring oh, life. God, it's so good. I might... Like, I've got 300 games I need to play, but I really want to go back and yeah, play Yeah, I might Thomas have to, to bash through. I've yeah. finished, Grand, I've finished um, Vice City again, so I might as well go back <laughs> and finish play this now. Excellent. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's available on mobile. Surely it is. Surely you can play this game on mobile. So, yeah. Like it's it just what well, Thomas was alone. Yeah. All oh, I'll sure say is Mike Bithell play it in Excel. Store. Yeah. Mike Bithell is a is a genius because he's turned. Okay, you can't just make names up. That's his name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's he's just created this this world that you just get absolutely sucked into, and yeah. you stop and realise, yeah, it's it's just a red block. Uh, no, you can buy the soundtrack on the Google Play Store. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I found Thomas was alone. You can oh, really? buy the game. Oh, Excellent. quality. Well done, Duncan. You on Android. Yeah. On Android? Well, what the fuck £3.99. Are, <laughs> are you sure it's some, not the album? Some games have dodgy rip-offs on Android as well. Oh, do they? Yeah. <gasps> it's just Jeff was alone. Robert was oh, alone. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No. Thomas was a cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thomas yeah, Wilson right. is a minimalist 2D platformer about friendship and jumping. That's that's it. Yeah, well, that that's it. It. that yeah. sums it up better than we have in the last ten minutes. Yeah, but yeah, it's great. I suggest anyone goes bust through Thomas was alone, if only for the soundtrack, which is just perfect for it. Absolutely. It works so well. Yeah. Right, who's next? Yeah, now that was quick, concise-ish. That was good. Yeah, cool. Ross, today. Yeah. Uh, so it's in a sort of similar vein, I suppose. Monument Valley One and Two. Mm. Um, Monument Valley Two is the only game that I've bought specifically because I thought the soundtrack would be amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like the gameplay. It's fun. It's all right. It's a fairly standard puzzler, but the um, the visuals and the the sounds of Monument Valley are genuinely like just worth the money just to watch it and listen to it. Oh, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, mm. it's um. Yeah, it's it's absolutely wonderful. It's like it's a it's a real sort of like put the headphones on and go and sit somewhere quiet for half an hour one. Wow! But oh, like, I like this, it's cool, isn't it? Like I, I I haven't played it, but I, I when as I was compiling the playlist, this came up and I'm like, oh, this has actually made me want to play this game. It's it's such a great. It's, it's the most tactile mm. game I've ever experienced. Like it, obviously it's done on a a touch screen, mm. but you really you it's so it's all like flicking the little 
bits of the landscape around and turning little things and other things happen. It's almost that is that the one that sort of looks like almost MC Escher kind of. Yeah, very yeah. Right. It's sort of an isometric pro- projection, and it, it doesn't quite obey the laws of physics. Like things sort of slide yeah, I've through. Yeah, I played it. I played it, but I never really stopped to. I think it was one of those ones that I played on the toilet with the volume down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like um, so, you, so you can appreciate very, very, yeah. appreciate your own. <laughs> yeah. And my own soundtrack. Your own personal soundtrack. Oh, this game. This game. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. The sound- soundtrack's amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. It, I'm probably going to download this now because the soundtrack is amazing. It's what, there, there are wonderful little little pair yeah. of games as well. Very. Um, oh, wait till they're cheap, though. <laughs> I don't think they're super expensive at the moment. You can get, if you want to drop some money, you can get an absolutely gorgeous vinyl box set of the Monument Valley 2 soundtrack with, oh, really? with loads of original artwork and like I think there's an art book in there with it but it's like 50 quid or something ridiculous yeah it's very good though sounds good mm-hmm. right Duncan what you got well <laughs> um, slow that inhalation Duncan sorry man I just, a scroll on pearls <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know actually where to start um We've all been very chilled. Um, I'm going back to probably the game. Now we obviously had an Amiga, and there were which one? Obviously, eight bit. We had the Amiga 500. Was oh, our sorry? Was our first I game? 1200. Uh, but the they were the same thing. Could... It did not matter at all. I, I realised that later on. No, no, it did. There were some games we couldn't really? play on the 1200, but the 1200 came out later, and the 500 was our I first. Mean, it's, it's 700 better. Oh yeah, cool. silly yeah. me. I thought they were the same thing. I honestly thought they what? were just like they'd be the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's why it was a funny joke, and now I feel like I'm. Just does that does that mean that the Xbox One is 359 <laughs> <bit> worse? worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the Xbox um, 360 is 356 better than the PS4. Yeah, there we uh, go. But they're getting gradually better. Yeah, They'll gradually catch up better. eventually. I wish they'd, they'd <laughs> had the balls to call it the Xbox 361. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, we're, we're carrying on from there. Uh, so it was going back to... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know I put the Dizzy games on my list, but actually the game that... I love the music to... Uh, James Pond 2 Robocod it was cheerful you just mm. like bummed along bumbled along and it was it was uh, great but the one that the soundtrack that I will still hum along to uh, without needing the game is the original Doom so I've t- I'm trying to find these as you're saying them <laughs> he said no, so no, just the Dizzy Doom, game was great the first Doom Robocod do was also great but then a... Doom's the one that oh, fucking hell. just googling him as I'm <laughs> deferred the original Doom is, is is an amazing soundtrack and yeah. that might lead on to something else as well I know because it would go to the new Doom which um, the new Doom but you know the recent one um, yeah I I think it added so much to the game it was you know each level had its own different uh, well obviously on repeat but its own music to it and it would kind of suit the mood potentially to what you go. Okay, you're going to go around and shoot, but some levels were a bit more atmospheric and some were just high-paced. Right, just go out and shoot more because uh, you've got lots more enemies rather than a drip and drab of enemies. Anyway, to me, it was 
it probably influenced a lot of the music I quite like now because it was an introduction to industrial. Well, it was kind of like along the lines of going down industrial metal. So it might have influenced uh, musical taste, but mm. going back through a lot of these has been, oh yeah, this has probably influenced my nice. musical taste. So I'm not really familiar with this because the computer that I played Doom on didn't have a sound card. Yeah, so, so it's the similar to Tom playing Monument Valley when he was having a boot. Yeah, exactly the same. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was that. So yeah. was that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the point is that's going to be so hard to edit out as well. yeah, because the music's fake you're not going to be able to edit out yeah, this yeah, is all staying it's staying in so no one say anything yeah. Russ yeah. Should, should that be out right now I mean this is this is just another reason why it would be so much easier to put the music in after. <laughs> it's not easier it is easy because you can it's edit it. around all this bullshit you can't take out all this crap that I'm saying now because it will fuck up the music challenge accepted I will. Oh, you, you probably could with this music. It yeah, to be fair, it's quite samey. So this soundtrack leads into um, the the more recent. Doom Are you soundtrack. about to blend seamlessly between two Doom soundtracks? No, because I, I faded out. Oh, sorry. That's a missed opportunity, isn't it? <laughs> it it is good though. We're like, um, we're like, you know, the scenes in the West Wing where they walk down a corridor <laughs> yeah. and they do like the one take tracking shots. Yeah. That this is like what our podcast is. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Everything Duncan, has to come. Together. We should win a fucking Oscar for this. Have you yeah. played the new Doom soundtrack? Doom soundtrack. Have you played the new Doom game? I have. Uh, I, I've only got like I've got pitifully far into yeah. it because no. I think the way I play no. first-person shooters is not compatible yeah. with Doom. I like to advance slowly from cover and make sure everything's dead before going to the next area. And yeah, that's do- not when, when there's just an endless supply of demons coming Doom, out of a Doom fucking portal. Let, Doom doesn't let you do that. Whilst you're behind the chest high wall, it'll come. The, the demons will come around and yeah. beat the shit out of well, you. Well, the, the way the health regeneration works, you lit, if you're yeah. the lower you are on health, the more you have to fling yourself. At enemies. Yeah, exactly, it's crazy. So I just need to get into the uh, the right rhythms of it. We heard the original soundtrack, and this is what the the current one sounds like. Oh, fuck yeah. That is so good. Yeah, that is good. That's it's like so some good. fucking Nine Inch Nails shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just so... Well, it's it's more machine head, though. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You're told. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> no. Thanks for that. Nine Inch Nails would have been more the early... Don't forget yeah. who I am, Duncan. <laughs> Do you ever play a game called, um, called Messiah? Yes, yes. I had a Fear Factory soundtrack. Yeah, that yes. Was fucking epic. Yes, yeah. you played the little cherub. You played the cherub. Of, so you, um, you, you possessing played a, people. You, you played a baby, basically. Yeah. So you're like a little baby running around with this amazing industrial metal soundtrack. Dunk, yeah, it was proper free. I will send that Xbox up at some point, and you've got to go buy a cheap copy of Doom. That's one of the rules, oh, okay? Duncan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Because, yeah, yeah. Because if you love the original Doom, you'll love this one. Because this kind of music just... I feel, you, like, I feel like something's sneaking up on me at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Really do, yeah. Like, it feels really tense. Like, <laughs> throughout the whole game, you are wired. It's the only game I've not fallen asleep playing. Like, it's... Because you can't. I've been up till four in the morning just like... Oh, going to kill some more demons. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they've got infu- The perfect description of... of quite a bit of sex face going on. <laughs> <in my career. laughs> the perfect description of Doom was that... Well, I said it before on the pod, didn't I? You said it, like, four times on the pod. Oh, curmudgeon in the corner. Just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just keeping track. Let me, let me just make a little note here. <laughs> Dan's Doom quote. It's yeah, curmudgeon corner. No, nah, I'm not saying it now. I'm not saying that. So I'm sorry I kind of um, ransacked your your moment there, Duncan, with the Doom soundtrack. But I had it, it made too much sense to to. No, to it, it works. Soundtrack. You you 
you shared the Doom soundtrack and we I shared. did listen to it, it beautiful. on Spotify yeah. and it's it's really good. I, I can't I, wait I, to play the game. I will happily say that it's one of my favourite metal albums of all time is the Doom soundtrack because it works so well. Tom, you're right, man. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> What's up? I think that coffee's going through me. Ross made a not really drink. nice cafetiere of coffee. And you it should not drink literally coffee. Literally... It feels like it's going to slough its way out my system. Oh dear! Maybe you should just stick it out for a bit, see what happens. Just stick what out? For a just bit? stick it out. Just hang around for a bit. Just to see if you're okay. I really don't. No? I, I really don't think I can. No, I'm going to have to go. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to go and have my Titanic moment with my hand against the glass <laughs> on the window, <laughs> leaving handprints in the loo roll. Yeah. I, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see. Poor Russ having to clear that up later. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you guys oh. in a minute. Yeah. Okay. okay. You sure you don't want to stick around for a bit, Tom? No. No. no I've okay. Got to go. I've got to go. <laughs> okay. Cool. You I mean, know what usually happens have here? A wee list from, uh, oh God! Like from Preggers. People will think they're the same person. It's like I mean, it's it's the it's the yeah. yeah it's, it's embarrassing, really, because I'm sure Gernlist would want to see him. So you know, what was that? What was that about Preggers, Duncan? Well, she's got a list as well. She's got. We a went list. a bit old school. Well, back games. to the 90s. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we'll we'll, well, uh, we can we'll t- wait until Tom's back. Yeah. I'm wait. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, wait until Tom's back. Yeah. yeah. Because fellas, oh, how God. are we uh, fucking doing? Uh, Hi, I'm James Gurnalist, the games journalist's games journalist. Think of me as a cross between Han Solo and Lord Byron, but you know more about games journalism. I've spent the last twelve years intrepidly travelling from one end of the globe to the other to bring my audience the very best in untamed games journalism. I've written for websites like IGM and M, Nataku, Gamepots. Polywogglegon, and uh, magazines like uh, PC Gamering, PC Friendzoning, I Love Games A Lot, Weekly Magazine, and Razzle. Anyway, enough about me. I'm uh, looking forward to starting my reviews on uh, Too Much Time In Our Hands podcast. <laughs> hey James, how you doing? Have you been like lurking? Do you just hang out and wait till Tom goes so there's a free there's, seat? There's actually a spot on the top of Russ's garage that I like to sit on every now and then. I call it James's Spot. <laughs> and I, I just sit there a while away the hours looking at that, um, you know, asbestos, uh, the place where the asbestos building was. Um, yeah, I used to live in there, actually. Well, I say live. Wow. I mean, it wasn't really a legal sort of living. I think the technical term is squatting. And I did a lot of that in one corner of one room. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just let my waist fall where it went, and uh, that was it. It was uh, a magical time for me. It's a beautiful image. Yeah, thank you, absolutely. So how are we doing, guys? How are we, Russ? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Great to see you again. Yep. Well, I mean, again, I'll... I love, I love seeing you. Thanks. Just every, every time. Yeah, every time. It's a hundred percent reciprocal. Duncan, how are you, my friend? I miss you, James. I miss you too, Feels Duncan, so. deeply. And and to be fair, I thank you for taking the time to talk to me um, this week when I when I rang. I, I really appreciate you listening. Always, always, yeah. I always make time for you. You know that. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. And um, uh, Dan. Sorry, I've forgotten your Dan. name. Dan. 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 Yeah. Um. Hello. Uh, hi. We've known each other for three years. I, I think "known" is quite a technical and uh, grandiose term for. Uh, <laughs> For, for for what we have, Dan. How would you describe them? Um, I, I don't think it's really... Uh, Aware really of. Good. I mean... Yeah. You know, like those people at work that you kind of... You've never really spoken to, but you always go, Hi, how are you? In the morning. And they go, Yeah, fine, how are you? And you go, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. Um, well, have a good day. Mm. And then you don't see them again for a few days. Yeah. And you actually like it because of that? Yeah, okay. I yeah, think that's how I... Yeah. yeah. Like acquaintances might actually Excellent, even yeah. be too 
harder term for cool. what we consider ourselves. Have you got a review? I have got a review, actually. Do you want to get on with it? Yeah, I will, actually. Cool. Now, look, I know this is going to be an odd one for me to review, and I'm not the biggest fan of football anyway, so I'm going to have to channel every ounce of my journalistic integrity to make sure that I give the game a rigorous review on its status as a game. The game I'm going to review is... There's some tomfoolery going on here. <laughs> no, Tom's not here. <laughs> ah, very good Thank that's you. very good yeah. well done Russ for uh, giving Dan the idea to make that joke <laughs> uh, that was that was good good going uh, so anyway the game I'm reviewing this week is FIFA 19 mm-hmm. who'd have fucking thought right so as I said I'm going to have to channel all of my professionalism all of my skill into reviewing this is it fun is it well balanced does it model the finer skills required in football so that players feel as epic as the real sportsmen? Does it accurately make you feel like an overpaid member of the football aristocracy? You, it's all right, mate. You open up a tinny. That's fine. Just while I'm recording. <laughs> and so on. Each point will be addressed in turn. No stone will be left unturned. And in the end, the resounding verdict will be hammered home, just like I hammered your mum earlier <laughs> today. <laughs> hey. Look, she didn't know who you are. I asked her. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what she says. Look, I think it's fair to say that I'm a fair reviewer. I've always tried to stay as impartial as possible, except for that one time that I completely lost my way. I renounced everything I stood for in that moment, with no real gain apart from avoiding blame and maintaining a, a veneer of respectability. It's shocking, I know. It doesn't sound like the James Gurnalist you guys know and love, right? No. That doesn't sound like me. Well, it's true. That one fateful day, that fateful time in my life when it seemed like my only way out was to betray everything I held dear. Those things that I grab onto to reaffirm every time I need to, to seize my moral agenda and be the person that I believe myself to be. Actually, do you know what? I don't think I want to tell you guys because it, it might put my integrity at risk and, and I don't really want you guys to think of me in a bad light. So I'm, I'm going to tell you something else, okay? So yesterday, right, I was walking down the street and a hard thing for it's a hard thing for me to do because i'm pretty famous so when i walk down the street i get mobbed like johnny depp or someone else like you know like that and so i went into a corner shop to pick up some fags in a newspaper I've, I've been quoted recently in several newspapers um it, there were some articles on games as art okay and i wanted to put i wanted to get them home cut them out stick them in my scrapbook yeah. um so i came out with my head buried in the papers and i was searching through them until i found my quotes but i'd been misquoted So my original quote was this, okay, this is inverted commas. Yeah, so, games as art, an often argued point, but one that I think has many viewpoints and only one correct viewpoint, mine. Okay, that was the quote, right? Mm. And instead of taking that as an expert's opinion on having the opinion that matters, they painted me as some antipodean loser who didn't understand what was going on in the world he claims to report on. So what's that all about? Mm -hmm. It was as disappointing as finding a cat poo in your shoe when you don't own a cat. (laughs) Okay? First, there's the surprise that there's something in your shoe when you put your foot in there. And then there's that split second of relief when you go, oh, thank Christ, it's just a turd. I thought it was a spider. Um, And then there's total confusion when you suddenly remember that you don't have a cat and you think, Jesus, where did that cat poo come from? So, you know, I'm pretty sure it's actually the next door neighbor's cat somehow getting into my house and depositing its steamy load in my shoes. I mean, otherwise, where the hell is it coming from? I mean, is someone actually coming into my house at night when I'm or when I'm not there and leaving them in my shoe? Um, are they <clears throat> collecting cat poo to put in my shoes? I mean, what kind of will does it take to collect cat poo to put in someone else's shoes? I mean, who'd do that? Absolutely. I mean, it's cat poo. I mean, who wants to touch that stuff? Firstly, it's dangerous. Um, if you've seen train spotting, mm-hmm. kitten poo, toxoplasmosis, <clears throat> blood poisoning, that's really serious stuff. Yeah, kills Tommy. Mm-hmm. 
you know what i'm actually i'm just exhausted like thinking about it there's too many memories and there's too many questions and i'm not really sure where else to go with this so i think i might just have to i'm going to talk for a little bit longer try and refocus okay sure yeah okay i mean i'm really tired actually yeah. at the moment i'm not sleeping well i keep having this dream where i'm i'm falling like endlessly into a pit of discounted game shops and i keep falling and i get hit in the face as i'm falling with endless copies of old Call of Duty and FIFA games, and it never ends, and they pile up in front of me, and I try, I pick them all up, and I try to trade them in at a CEX shop or something like that, but they only give me 20p per game, and I can't really do anything with that, so I take the credit note, and it you know, comes back, it's like two pounds, and then I redeem it for a copy of a FIFA game. I mean, I don't know why in the dream I'd do that. And then I get really annoyed with my life, um, in the dream still, and, and that feeling then burns up inside of me to the point that I feel like I'm going to explode and suddenly I'm naked in front of a crowd at a games expo and all the delegates start pointing and laughing at me and then when I look down, there's no willy. It's just, it's just a copy of a FIFA game dangling there. And then I wee myself on stage and that's when I wake up cold sweat and screaming and then I'm just stuck awake for several hours of in- introspective, rambling, shaking eyes. I can't close my eyes. And I'm just wishing that I could sleep just to get a few hours of respite from this cruel existence that I hatefully call life. And I, and I cry until dawn, remembering that this is as good as it will ever get. And, and that's pretty much how I start each day. Um, and I, I think I need some help. Um, and, it, and I think admitting that is probably the first step on the road to salvation. And I, and I, I must, I, I, I want to be free of that um, to enjoy my life again. Um, but they, those days feel quite far away. Um, so overall, I rate FIFA 19 um, 7 out of 10. That could, eh? Okay. It was that enjoyable. You would, seven, you would seven out of it. ten. Yeah. Please give me a second. Absolutely. So that's uh, seven out of ten for FIFA 19. So it doesn't really do anything new um, that FIFA 18 didn't do. Um, so yeah, seven out of ten. So that's a low seven out of ten then. Uh, it's a pretty. I think uh, yeah. It's probably like a, a low. It's like a C plus seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of ten. So uh, yeah. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Oh. You okay. are you are welcome. Yeah, and, thanks, and informed. James. You, I mean, you okay? Yeah, fine. Oh, I'm absolutely fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no, there's absolutely Good. nothing going on in my life at the moment. Well, that's not well, something you know. Jesus. No, there's yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. Do you want to? You're not spending long perched on the garage roof each week, are you? No, 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 no. <coughs> you know, just you know, several it's, it's hours. It's a bit dark and rainy several, in the evenings. No, it's fine. I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, it's not. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting up there hoping that a light frost will kill me off this winter. I mean, you know, that, that's not what I'm hoping for at all. Um, no, no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, look, I, you know, FIFA, FIFA 19 wasn't the best game I've ever played. It wasn't the worst game I've ever played. Not a big football fan to start with, no. anyway. Um, but you know, yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, good. Um, I mean, oh, just excellent. just saying, James. If you ever need to talk, I'm here. Well, I mean, that's that's technically what I do here. I come on, I talk, I do the yeah. review, and then I then I go, and um, I mean, then I wait. Meant, the check okay. arrives, and uh, yeah, checks check. Okay, then yeah, checks are fine. Good. Checks are absolutely not, fine. Hmm. They've they've been clearing all right. Yeah, yeah. they've been up clearing absolutely fine. Well, since they did the fund diversion from um, one member to my bank uh, the backs payments have been going through absolutely fine so thank you very much from an admin point of view Russ and the Duncan fuck? for sorting that out that's absolutely great <laughs> anyway 
look, it's been great. It's been emotional, obviously, because it's been FIFA 19, and I know that was a hard slog for everyone here. I mean, we're not we're not the biggest soccer fans. No, but soccer. we're waiting on bated breath to find out the review. Absolutely. Right? Mm, yeah. Seven out of ten. Head down to your shop, see if you can get yourself a second-hand copy of it. Thank you very much for having me again. I'm off. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll see you guys later. Russ, always a pleasure. Thank you, Duncan, mate. mate thank you so always much again, mate. Take yeah. care, James. Thank uh, you. Keep up the good work on... Uh, on the social media. Thank you, you know. very much. Yeah, I've joined Instagram. I'm, I'm interacting with fans and stuff like that. It's absolutely superb to interact with everyone. Yeah, Russ Duncan, thank what's, you so much. What's your name on social media? Get your name out there. Oh, it's um, it's at James Gurnalist. Yeah. And it's um, it's pretty much spelt how it sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so there we go. Uh, Dan? So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go now. Uh, Terry and Sonia are actually outside waiting to give me a lift back. So, um, nice. see you guys later. All right, mm. I'm off. Chook, chook. I'm genuinely concerned. Ah, uh, he's all right. <clears throat> I mean, you've been speaking to him. Fairly intense look in his eye. So you guys get paid for this, right? Have you? Um, no. Do you actually play the FIFA games? Uh, no. I have done. Actually, I think I've still got a copy of an old FIFA. Play about an hour every year because I get the ten hours free on uh, EA access. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, there we go. Wafting oh. back in. Hello. Hello. Oh. That one was a spicy one. I think you need to speak to your mate, journalist. Well, what's wrong with him? He didn't sound very happy. Was he here again? I keep missing him. Yeah. It's so, real, so isn't weird, it? isn't it? People will think you're the same person. They might do, yeah. yes. They might do. Um, How long will we keep the show? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. That's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Fine. Yeah. Are you getting paid for this, Tom? Huh? Are you getting paid for this, Tom, this, this podcast? Do people what, get paid for podcasts? Uh, what, uh, what game did uh, James review? FIFA 19. FIFA 19. Oh, right. You played FIFA 19, Dan. No, this is weird. Russ just asked me that. So, uh, soundtracks. Um, sure, cool. Uh, I like sound. Sound drowns out the nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like James. <laughs> uh, right, so who's, right. who's, who's next? next? Um, can I can I jump in with Skyrim? Can Cusco. I just get that out of my system? <laughs> let's, just, let's just whap out the Skyrim. Can I just get that out of my system now? Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. I've had that playing on the Spotify. bit where we talk about Skyrim. It's the, yeah, yes. for however long. And then that'll lead into the bit we talk about inside, and then we'll probably wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about this, because this is the track that I chose. This is um, it's off the Skyrim soundtrack. I mean, it's a great soundtrack anyway. It's set in a beautiful Tolkien-esque um, fantasy world. This song is called The Streets of Whiterun, and it's one of those songs in a soundtrack that I genuinely believe not many people will have actually kind of stopped to listen to or really kind of registered that they'd heard. They'll they'll know you'll know it when you hear it because Whiterun is one of the first major holds in the game that you visit. And in fact if you start down the Should we start again? Nice. <laughs> it's one of the first major holds that you visit and um you spend quite a bit of time. If you start with the main quest, you you kind of find yourself going backwards and forwards mm. to the place. But it's usually the place where you buy your first bit of property. Um, you get on the property ladder in Skyrim. Um, you know, your five the 5,000 gold pieces for Breeze Home, which ends up becoming quite a nice kind of base of operations in the middle of the map. Um, and it just sounds so hopeful. If you stop and listen, because, I mean, usually you're running through White Run, you're trying to get to the next place, whereas if you stop and listen to it, I just love this song because it just sounds so hopeful and aspirational and you're at the start of this adventure in this huge world that's been built for you and it 
I don't know, it just is kind of sorrowful that there's this city that just exists, it's got its own politics, it's got its own cycle, there's these people going about their own business, there's the Jarl who's, who sneaks out at night to go to taverns so that he can speak to his people face to face to find out more about them, that he's unknowingly um, living in a castle that was built purposefully to, to capture dragons. Mm. Um, that there's a, there's two um, there's uh, the grey grey manes and um, the battleborns, the two f- rival families at war with each other inside the city gates. There's the um, the preacher who um, worships Talos, which has been um, which yeah. has been banned after the end of the um, of the war with the um, th- uh, was it the Thalma? Was it the um, Elder something Dominion? I can't remember what it's called. The, 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 Thal- the Thalmor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's the Thalmor. The they've, they've got like I think it's called the Elder Elder Miri Elder Miri Dominion or something. I think it's the it's the Thalmor's government. Mm. Um, and Talos worshipping has been outlawed, and and he's there railing against it. You know, shouting how Talos is a true prophet. I, and this music is playing in the background every time you're there, unless a fight is taking place. This is the music behind it, and it just fucking slays me. Every time I hear it, there's beautiful layers to it. It stops, it gets sorrowful at this point. And there's this beautiful bit a little bit later where it just dies down and all you can hear is kind of a mandolin being plucked in the background and it Mm. then starts to build again. And I don't know, it just feels like a proper scene setter to me. It's, It's just brilliant. I think the whole soundtrack is superb, but this is the one that always stands at this bit. You can just hear that mandolin being plucked in the background. It's just wonderful. And most people, you know, this is like two or three minutes into the song. How long in Whiterun do you actually spend three minutes doing anything other than running to the next place, which is yeah, probably only about 20 paces it's Normally, once you've sort of had an initial explore, you do tend to just dash to where you need to go, Yeah. go to that shop, go to that shop, sell these things to the, the alchemy person, yeah. go over here, go home, pick this stuff up, head off again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. It is. It's really cool. J- Jeremy Saul uh, has done a. He did a great job. I mean, I l- just listened to it on Spotify, not even playing the game, and it is just beautiful to listen to. Mm. The whole thing is wonderful. Yes, White Run is. James, you're right. It is a very gentle movie. James, perfect. James, no, who's James? James, Tom. <laughs> yeah, James went a while ago. <laughs> Mind fart, that's all. Sorry, Tom. That's all right, mate. I just know how close you two are, so um, okay, I still yeah, can't no, get let's, over let's, let's play that. Play that one down. Play that down. Play that down. Dan's listening. So just, yeah. um, but apparently, mm-hmm. for some of the recordings, uh, Saul actually enlisted a 30-strong choir of barbarian voices singing in the game's own invented language for some of the... That's the, uh, the track, isn't the it? Dragonborn. That's awesome. For Strada! Yeah, it's so good as well. I'm, I'm playing a bit of that as well. And, yeah, I kind of played a wee bit today, and it, because the only time I'd played it was on a neighbour's uh, one uh, when they actually lived on Eastdale. Uh, their Xbox and was just blown away by it, but um, well, the game, and then playing again today for a wee bit was uh is wonderful but it, do you know what it even made the classic fm hall of fame <laughs> really that is oh, how well, good. skyrim soundtrack yeah that's skyrim awesome. soundtrack that's brilliant bethesda put so much effort into their soundtracks don't they like you listen to the fallout soundtrack as well yeah and they clearly yeah. put time effort and money into their soundtracks well this like 
you, you start up Skyrim and mm. you have a black screen and yeah. this music. Yeah, yeah like this, this is your first taste of the world. It's very true. This is the first thing that you experience. You know, it's not you know normally you, the menu screen of a game. You've got some carefully picked vistas that the camera is floating over or something. The, no, no, that just black screen and this music. and That's all you need to get to get going. Can I? I mean, I'm, I'm going to jump in next then and say that there's some subtle differences between this and other fantasy games and you probably know where I'm going to go next then with this yes um, which is that the music makes that makes the world different um, and particular this is particularly the case with uh, Skyrim and hang on <laughs> Skyrim and The Witcher now The Witcher is very much <laughs> you alright? Sorry, yeah, just re- realised we're doing another chat about The Witcher. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> coming, get used to it. Now, The Witcher is a game where I go and play large quantities of... Gwent? The... Yeah, yeah, Gwent. basically, yeah. But uh, th- this this is a bad example of the, of the soundtrack, but it's... <laughs> it's a really bad example, but it's a great song. Um, it's, it's much more frenetic, The Witcher soundtrack. It's much more... It's almost um, much more. The, the instruments are much more folky than than in Skyrim, for example. Skyrim's very much a classical s- soundtrack, whereas The Witch is very much almost like a folk soundtrack, and it makes the difference between the world of The Witcher and the world of Skyrim. This mm-hmm. doesn't sound very folky. <laughs> this though. is not very folky. All right, fine then. Try this one. There we go. That's quite folky. Yes. Yeah. There's some sort of yeah. yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> So in, in Skyrim, this is what you you kind of get, you get this as you go into a tavern. Yeah, you get something along these lines, and normally with a bard actually singing. This one's called but commanding that, the fury. That's when it goes all. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I call it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is very much a uh, yeah. It's a very different feel, and it, it really provides it. The witches. I don't know. It, it they're very similar worlds, but things like the music and the characters. And the world make it different. I realise what I'm saying there. But the things like the music makes it completely different. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it makes makes it a completely different done. world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Um, like it is it, is a very different feeling game, and I think the majority of that is because of the music. Yes, it does feel different. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yes, it does feel. Different. Yes, it does feel different. <laughs> yeah, you <blogger>. Yes. <laughs> But The Witcher, I want—I couldn't get through this without mentioning The Witcher. Several people have brought up The Witcher as, as soundtracks they enjoy. Um, as I find them. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, that being said, uh, Paul said Skyrim for me. Uh, whether you're walking around taking the scenery, collecting butterfly wings, and it's all peaceful, then holy fuck, a massive dragon is attacking me. Just pissing landed so I can kill and absorb your soul. Um and See, then that, that, yeah. that puts me in mind of um, of another um, uh, potential topic we should do at some point, which is actually sound design in a game, not soundtracks. Yeah. But I mean, like for mm. instance, the dragon cries are the, awesome. The sound of a dragon, quite far away, but not far away enough that you think it won't bother you. It's yeah. a very specific sound Absolutely. that has you scanning the sky frantically. Do you know what I found most useful in taking down a dragon? Is the dawn guard crossbow. It's so it's much better so than bow and arrow. Yeah, it is. You just boom, and then suddenly you see like half a centimetre of health go off the it's dragon just, and you're like, fuck me, just I'm going to win this shit. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Both Dan and Dave from Adventure Authority mentioned the Witcher 3 soundtrack as well. 
Okay, yes, so you're vindicated the, in your the choice. The Witcher is very good. Is it? Have you played it? I've played no. it. It's very good. Yeah, it's amazing. Whatever. Do you know, I lost um, a whole quest in Skyrim. Someone was talking to me, telling me about how they needed me to go and fetch them 20 fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> the dragon landed behind them and ate them. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't give me the quest. You got, like, photobombed by yeah. a like, and, like, But it was, like, locked in the animation of the... <laughs> The sort of the interaction, so I couldn't do anything. That's so I sort of stood there helplessly while this person just got roasted. Like they were still, just, they didn't seem to notice. They were just talking at me. That's brilliant. Whilst this dragon, inches away from them, was just blasting them in the face. That's super. Then they died, and uh, I couldn't get their quest. Oh shit, man! Because Skyrim does do persistent NPC death. Yes. If, yeah. if you fuck up a town, no, nobody will be alive to give you any quests. No, absolutely there. not. And also, I love that how you can be having a conversation with someone in Skyrim, and your follower will just will walk past you in between them while staring at you. Like, literally won't not lock eyes with you as they walk past. And it's almost like they're kind of like, come at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Sarana does it all the time. The Dawnguard, um, kind of, the the woman in Dawnguard. Oh, the the vampire. Yeah, the vampire. Who, by the way, I also realised, like, over the course of it, like, not only is she a little bit more active with her environment and stuff like that, but she actually won't share her inventory with you at the beginning. It, mm. It's the trust you build up with her over the course of the Dawnguard story. She slowly begins to sort of like let yeah. you tell her to do shit. Well, she, and... she might have heard about how I just make all my companions carry fucking five hundred <laughs> dragon bones, <laughs> dragon scales. There we go. There you go, love. You take those. Turn them into armor when I'm at level thirty. Spent <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the whole game going. Well, these are valuable. Better keep these. Yeah, well, you, you carry those. Yeah, but I'm always, I'm always really, really, um, really cagey about like accidentally losing a follower i'm like i have to well, i have to fill lydia up with me. dragon bones and then i have to make sure that after i finish this mission i go back to white run get the dragon bones out of yep. her put, the, put them in my small yeah. cupboard that's got the skeletons of 65 dragons in <laughs> yes. it somehow there we go yeah. <laughs> uh, similar playing styles yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're so like oh you know you can only carry so much weight but you know your wardrobe is bottomless yeah absolutely <laughs> And it's always like, stop looking at me like that, Lydia. You are effectively the luggage, okay? <laughs> stop looking at me like that, bitch. You are coming home and you are giving me all those dragon bones back. Yeah, that's all you are. You're a walking fucking suitcase with a sword. <laughs> right, who's next? Who wants to go next? I never want to marry Lydia as well because she has resting bitch face. I couldn't. Lydia disappeared before I could marry her. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, uh. With some of my best best stuff what a she literally just disappeared I, I turned around there was no Lydia <laughs> and she re- she would not show up at any of the places where you can find her she is, just completely disappeared from the game is there any is there anything funnier than like there being a follower right behind you and you fusrodaring them like off the edge of stuff <laughs> Especially if they're especially yeah. if they're mission critical to first row Dar someone. Think, oh, I'll just have a little, just have a little quick save, and then you're, <laughs> you're, you're off of there because they go because they ragdoll almost immediately. They sort of they, they throw their heads back and just stiffen yeah. up <laughs> and like disappear. It's brilliant. It sounds Love amazing. It. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, Who's next? Uh, right, I've got two quick ones. Go for it, Preggers. Okay. Uh, Lemmings. Oh, yeah. oh great yeah. shout! Great shout! Yeah. Uh, which we started. The only way we could get the original soundtrack was to start following a six-hour 
playthrough. We didn't go all six hours, but there were some top tunes. Um, it is brilliant. And Monkey Island. Yeah. Like oh, the very Island first Monkey Island, because it's that 8-bit Calypso, and you just love it. And it, again, atmospheric, because it goes creepy when you're going into like the cave and, mm. uh, well... The other one is the Curse of Monkey Island, isn't it? The right. second one. Yeah. Monkey so Island I, I know, 2. I didn't have sound No, I did. But the um, the remastered, they did such a good job on that. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. Yeah, that's worth I did, it. I didn't like the voiceover. Oh, no, the voiceover wasn't great. No. No, no. no. Yeah. i got to say, one of my favourite puzzles <clears> in a, an adventure game ever is the is slowly building up the bank of uh, insults for sword fighting. Uh, in the, in the, the first, first one. game, yeah, love it, yeah. absolutely love it. Mm. It doesn't feel like a chore because they're just so silly. Yeah, um, it, you know, it's it's classic. Um, it's Tim Schafer, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. classic Tim Schafer comedy. Brilliant. The, the close, in the second one, there was the the spitting competition as well. Oh yeah, where you, you got to oh, mix yeah. the right potion, but then you also have to wait for the wind to be blowing. That's right, yeah. in the right direction. Tim, yeah, you just get past that. Yeah, yeah it's cool. really you, tricky. The, Three potions lead you to think there must be some combination of these that will give you the best. Yeah, the loogie. thickest loogie. And then, like, because you can click, like, hoik, loogie, squirt, squelch, yeah. and you're like, is there an order to do these in? Yeah. <laughs> so good. I did like the, um, I did like the way Monkey Island 2 started. The, it was almost like the intro into the game was, um, uh, what was his name? Vargo? Or Largo. Largo. That's it. The yeah. Largo, um, yeah. The Largo embargo. The Largo embargo. Building the um, voodoo doll of him. Mm. That's great. Mm. <laughs> Your trousers just fall down for no reason. When, when like, <laughs> like dig up his granddad's bow and hold it above his head, the lightning strikes and then, <laughs> yeah, guy, <laughs> guy brushes trousers just fall down. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so good. Classic. Bear in mind that like the resolution of that game was like six hundred pixels by four hundred. Yeah, the but animation but is you so tell expressive. They, tell they were Y fronts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it was still proper well, you, you have a golden yeah, retriever yeah. in your inventory and when you when you pick it up he sort of just shoves this dog into his coat and sort of squiddles it around and then gives you a little look afterwards <laughs> it's amazing oh, it was good oh, I'm going to have to go back and play that again it is great right is what I think is going to be next um, going I don't to know Who was Russ you haven't done one for a while well so it's just a quick one while we're going a bit chip tune um, Streets of Rage specifically Streets of Rage 2 if you can, the opening track of that is called "Go Straight." It is epic. <laughs> Not is funny. Is that a command? That yes, because that, that, it is a command because that's what appears on the screen as soon as you, go you get the ching ching. The thing saying "Go Straight." Is it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's so the, the the soundtrack of this is amazing. Mm. If you listen to it, each level has a really distinctive style. Yeah. Are you happy about a new Streets of Rage game? This is it, yeah. yeah. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pure 90s, brilliant. But then like, you get into the like, there's the, the nightclub bit and it goes all techno and you've got some like, weird sort of gabbery bit as well. It goes really strange. It's absolutely excellent. Am I excited about a new Streets of Rage game? If, like, if it's just a full-on 3D thing, then no. It needs to be a 2D sideways scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah, like, and they need to walk like they're dancing. Yeah. Like they do in that game. How could you not listen yeah. to this? Exactly, that's yeah, true. Um, and it needs to well, be weird. Like, they're really weird games. Yeah. They're full of fucking robots and ninjas and things. 
Yeah, I agree. It needs to be. It needs to be a bit out there. Yeah, so, and Blaze yeah. has to do that kick where you can see her pants. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Important. And the big guy needs to be the mayor, right? He was the mayor, that's, wasn't he? That's uh, the big, the bad final fight. Hmm. The, the Mayor evil. Hagar is in Final Fight, not Streets oh, of Rage. Oh, is it Final Fight? Oh, okay. Actually, no. Dan. Yeah, Streets no, of Rage. The, the, fair play. I, I think he's, <laughs> he's probably. I think he's called something like Mister Big or Nasty yeah. Man or something. But he's the head of the syndicate. My wife calls me both of those things. <laughs> head, head of the syndicate. Yeah, yeah. I walk in, she's like, "Oh, there's the head of the syndicate." <laughs> Back to normal. Back to um, right. Should we do some just quick ones while we're here? Some some obvious ones that we haven't done yet. Yeah, hit me. Okay, ready? As quickly as possible. Let's get through this. It's Boink. a classic. Like, hey. you know. Yeah, for you, Tom, it'll, go down in, it'll go down in history. Yeah, and everyone knows it. I've never owned a Mario game in my life, but I know this. It's really ironic, isn't it, it, that the name of the uh, Nintendo Switch is exactly what I've done with my opinion on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they knew, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and while we're there as well. Oh, Tetris. Tetris as well. It's yeah, another nice. classic. Yeah, I can hey, see uh, the this, spires. This is like. This was the first one that crossed over into sort of mainstream cultural awareness. Yeah. I think more than Mario or before Mario. Yeah. This is like. This was sort of. People were remixing this. It was played on the radio. Before, like, the idea that video game music would be a valid. Yeah. Artistic endeavor. Yeah, I remember and it's, seeing this. It's just based on an old Russian folk song. I remember seeing a uh, remix of this on top of the pops, which to say everything really. Yeah, in the height of Tetris fever, basically. Um, just uh, another one that an underrated one from a game that was weird but had an amazing soundtrack. Toe Jam and Earl. Oh my god! Weird soundtrack. This. Weird game. Weird game. Very nineties. What did you do thing. in that game? I don't know. I feel like I should be wearing my baseball cap backwards yeah. right now. Yep. Yeah. All to the side. All to the side, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, the original Tomb Raider soundtrack? Yeah, that's a good one. I've not got in front of me. No. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so moving moving on from 8-bit ones quickly then. We've got... 16-bit. Six, 16-bit, yeah, that's a very good point. Actually, Dan, everyone's Actually, Dan. Dan. Um... So, just a couple of other ones that are worth a mention. Um, let's do this one. Mass Effect 3. Terrible ending, amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. This is the um, piano song, isn't it? With yeah. The, um, this, is, uh, this is called Leaving Earth. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. The oh, Reapers. So uh, yeah. Yeah, the Reapers. Which, by the way, also have the coolest noise. The Reaper. <laughs> Hang on. Because that, that's kind of meant to simulate that, isn't it? Basically, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, Mass Effect Three. The opening of Mass Effect Three is so good and just so cinematic. Oh, incidentally, if anyone ever visits our YouTube channel yeah. anymore, I did. I was. I started a series called First Ten Minutes. Oh yeah. And I did this. I did the Mass Effect Three. Yeah. Uh, it's well worth watching. If only I have. I have watched it. If only to yeah. see me wearing my um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer slippers. <laughs> But there's so many good tracks in the Mass Effect, particularly the Mass Effect 3 soundtrack. Mass sort of. Effect 1 through 3 again. Oh god, I love them. And not Andromeda. I've still not finished Andromeda. No, I, don't don't, I just don't have it. enough time to play a game that I'm that unengaged no. with. 
bit boring. I can't find my uh, Forza, copy of Forza. Mass Effect 3. Yeah, exactly. I did buy Mass Effect 2, though. Mass Effect 2 is the best one. I think, yeah, Mass Effect 2 is the best one. Um, for character. Yeah. For, for But yeah, actually, yeah, no, in general it is. It's got great music. It's mm. got that brilliant... Um, um, the ending, the music. I remember when uh, you know you come back from the collector mm. base and hopefully everyone survived. Joker hands you that um, computer screen and Harbinger, the Reaper mm. is on that. And you look out into the uh, into the black, and it then zooms far out into the you know away from the Milky Way, and all the Reapers start activating mm. and, and gliding towards the Milky Way, and it's just this this brilliant. Um, I think it goes and you just think oh my god and then it quit and you're like right I'm going to start that again I'm going to go right back to the beginning and play that through such a great like set of characters Ashley goes racist there's a sexy lizard sniper what's not to love absolutely oh my god the sexy lizard sniper he's a sexy lizard hitman isn't he yes and there's a tattoo covered girl who doesn't like wearing many clothes mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get some nugs should we <laughs> should, we, <laughs> should we talk about inside yes no, let's talk about inside briefly because yeah. we've literally talked about the soundtrack to inside for quite yeah. some time yes we've talked about inside in case anyone hasn't listened to the other podcasts i do think we should call this this whole podcast should probably just be called inside inside yeah, we did. Well, we did that. That's mm. what the last one was called. No, but like the whole, the whole. Instead of too much time on our hands, just whack the inside. Whack this inside. up. Just whack it up. Yeah, it's so good. I saw incredible. someone. Someone's put a comment on uh, on the SoundCloud thing, and it says, uh, well, "How does he get that bass sound?" And I was like, "I know how he gets the bass sound. He's <laughs> recorded it in a skull." <laughs> I know these things, and like, if we hadn't mentioned it forty times on the podcast, I, d- I don't know now. if this one was recorded in a skull. Oh, it must have been. It's got that skull sound. sound. I can can hear the oaky timbre. I I don't know for sure if the entire soundtrack was recorded via a skull or just that that one that one song. This song comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, because it's it's deadly silent, isn't it? Yeah, Mm. it's just the pulsing of that huge shockwave generating machine, and you. You make your way past all those shutters and all that sort of stuff, and you suddenly find yourself you get disintegrated this, a few times. You do, yeah, because you fuck it up and you don't pull the lever at the right mm-hmm. time. And then you get to that point where there's that rotating shield, and you think to yourself, yeah. "I've definitely got to try and climb up the ladder while yeah. that's going on," not realizing that actually your timing is going to be off the first few times. Eventually, you're going to realize how you know you're not, you know, you're very slow up the ladder and all that sort of stuff. But it's that first time the shockwave hits the barrier. Mm. And the music changes. It, the, it, instead of the shockwave being the boom, like it is yeah. at the beginning of the song, it suddenly starts doing this with that. Yeah, like that. And the music starts. It flows up. Suddenly, I think that was the point when I when I got I started noticing the little boy's yeah. animation, his am, his ambient animation. And once he gets past this point, he comes up through a. Uh, he swims through a bit of water, mm. comes up through a trap door, and he's just like panting and mm. sagging, like and looks exhausted. Like after that whole trial, the music begins to fade, and I think the next section after that is when he first he encounters for the second time the banshees. Yeah, mm. uh, not the banshees, mm. the sirens. Yeah, but it's it, it's such a great. Just the whole game is a masterclass in in game design, mm. and yep. and and part of that is the soundtrack, which oh, is agree. perfect. And it's 
when when I look back at this console generation, this will be the game that I will probably say, well, that's the reason I owned an Xbox One. That was the that was the until they did the hostage exchange with this and the witness with the PS4. This was the <laughs> this was the reason to buy an Xbox One. So I, it, got, I haven't started the witness yet. I, it looks time consuming. I started it and went, nope, this is difficult, and then then stop playing. Yeah, I just, I'm just gonna. I know that I'll just wander around yeah. going. Does that tree look important? Mm. <laughs> so, so maybe from this side. I, I, I'm not going to get anywhere in it. You know, you know, games with like crazy learning curves, right? Yeah. This is one of them where you're like, okay, I did that puzzle really easily. I could probably bust through this in a few hours, and then the next one's like, I have no fucking clue what's going on with this one. Yeah, I'm supposed it's, to ram what into what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did it teach me this one already? And yeah. it, it probably did, but I just probably wasn't paying attention. So it was the gra- water and gravity. Uh, puzzles in inside that always got me, especially yeah. later on in the game when mm. there's that room where all the bodies are suspended. That's such water a cool image. You. Yeah, it's very cool. And again, the soundtrack, fucking brilliant. It yeah. just it just fits at every turn. That I mean, yeah. Shockwaves. That was that the song that was playing there is called Shockwaves, mm. which you can find on SoundCloud. Um, uh, if you just type in Shockwaves inside, yeah, none of it's on. Find it's it. not available as a soundtrack, no, unfortunately, it's not, which is gutting. Yeah. I've got two just, s- just a quick yeah. uh, um, shout out for Limbo as well because yeah. I think what they started in Limbo, obviously they continued and improved on and excelled at in Inside. Yeah, good uh, point. Perfectly. Yeah, much more subtle soundtrack in Limbo. There's a, cu- a couple more that uh, we we had loads of correspondence to this, so let, let's just go through a couple of quick things that people have said. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Got a uh, a nod mm. as well, particularly Compass and Dead Man's Gun. That was from David again. Did you see James Gurnalist talking to people about Red Dead Redemption on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. So he was going back and forth with them, and he he I rather foolishly referred to Red Dead Redemption as basically just GTA with horses. Some guy got really pissed off with him. Mm. They like had a four or five message correspondence, and basically that guy got so pissed off he deleted all of his comments. But the guy was probably right though, wasn't he, Tom? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd say he's probably right. Yeah, he's probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. James Gellis is probably wrong there, isn't he, Tom? Ah, he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm on James's side on that one. Don't tell him I said that, though. <laughs> um, uh, incredible music of GTA as well. We mentioned that. Witcher 3. Dan made a... Uh, from Adventure of I thought you were talking about yourself yeah, in gone third, third person, person again. Dan. Uh, um, Rebel Galaxy. <laughs> I don't know the game. Don't know. I've never played it, but I've been listening to the soundtrack since. It's got like a real Firefly theme to it. Oh, yeah, cool. It looks, yeah, so I will be playing that. A little bit of violin. Yeah. Yeah, I have some on here, in fact, but we are running out of time. So let's, let's, no, I won't. But Rebel Galaxy is amazing. I will put it on the playlist for people to listen to. I'm, I'm psyched also, for this playlist. Yeah. I would also recommend people listen to Medal of Honor, the first original game of Medal of Honor, because this is a movie soundtrack mm. and it was written by Michael Giacchino 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 oh come on it wasn't that bad an attempt of a name mm. um, and that was before he did films yeah there you go such as Incredibles another so... guy who started off on computer games I've got these I'm using them is Harry Gregson Williams okay he did Metal Gear Solid oh, yes another mention from Metal Gear Solid mm. that's from Charlie uh, who I forget that there was so, anyone apart from Hideo Kojima involved in Metal Gear. Who uh, used to <laughs> he used to do the Gents podcast with us. He um, he um, 
he he for starters keeps all I've seen is how much he loves journalists here. I thought we were friends, Charlie. Um, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater is what he said, and then he just says, "Thank me later." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, worth listening. Sonia from Theatrical Cut says, "Not so much a soundtrack, but the Sega startup to Sonic." is something that she yeah, uh, really likes. Going into the little twinkle twinkles before yeah. it kicks in. Can we also just say Sonia has a great voice? Nah. Sonia and Terry both have great voices. Uh, I mean, you can. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, um, Neil Dutton, uh, who does a fabulous American football podcast with podcaster Dutton and Mainz, he's worth a listen as well. Uh, GTA San Andreas takes some beating, although Sensible World of Soccer, goal-scoring superstar hero is the song from that. Wow. Um, and Cannon Fodder, War's Never Been So oh, Much Fun. Oh, yes. Which is can- they, They're brilliant. both the same company, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. we actually listen to Cannon Fodder during dinner because Emma remember playing Cannon Fodder and it is cracking. The intro yeah. is brilliant and then the in-game music. Well, it's yeah, the in-game and between levels music is brilliant. So yeah, uh, a lot of mentions there. Two songs I want to finish with and they're both from the same game series. Mm-hmm. Um there's one in particular that I think we should actually let's just play let's just play the one song and let's let's leave let's finish on this one song. Okay. Okay. So um, Are we going to finish on the game on the song that the game finishes on? Yes, brilliant. Yep. Yeah. I know what do you think? It is. Yep. Oh, I know what it is. This was a triumph. Oh. <laughs> I have never been so happy to finish a game. This is the greatest ending to a game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. I watched the first time this happened. I was just beaming throughout the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. like wishing there was somebody else in the room. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with all the ASCII art, yeah, playing as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. There's a great video on YouTube of a teacher who's taught his his class all the words to it, and they're singing it as a choir. That's awesome. It's really cute. That's really yeah. cute. Yeah. So yeah, it's so jaunty. Yeah, and the one from Portal Two is just just as good. It's, it's just it, yeah. the only reason it is not as good is that it's not a surprise because yeah. you're expecting there to be an amazing song at the end. Well, yeah, half of the time you're playing Portal 2, you're thinking about the reward you're going to get in the shape of yeah, a song yeah, at the end. Like, oh, yeah. I wonder what they're going to do this time. You know, and this this is just... Although it does have... What's wonderful. the line? She goes, she looked exactly like you. Well, maybe not quite as heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So glad Constantly I'm... making fat jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. And she, I love how she labours this point and tore me to pieces yeah. and threw every piece into a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It made but me she... sad because I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most sarcastic song I think I've ever heard. It's great. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah so play out. everybody, uh, we hope you enjoy your game soundtracks as much as we do. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoy the Spotify um, sound. Uh, sorry, Spotify playlist that's going to be put up. I'll put a link up on. I can't put it on Instagram. But well, but link to a link on Instagram. We'll put the link in the bio. On link Instagram. in bio. Yeah. Link in bio. Uh, and we'll put the links up everywhere else as well. As ever, if you want to follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at TMTOOH. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at 2MTOOH. And if you want to check out the website, God knows why, there's not really much on there at the moment, www.tmtoh.com. We're on SoundCloud, we're on all good podcatchers, iTunes, and don't forget to listen to our sister pod, Theatrical Cut, Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cut on Twitter. I always love to think there's someone frantically scribbling these all down. They they are doing horror at the moment. They've just done Chucky and they're going to be doing Jason next. Mm. Excellent. 
Not much left else to say apart from Russ, thank you. Tara. Dan, thank you. Thank you. Duncan, thank you. You're welcome. Tara. And thank it's you. a thank you and goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta leave that in. Oh, we'll do, yeah.